Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil MMA. As always, I am your host, Evil Eddie, from MyMMANews.com. And I have a very special guest with us here today. Joining us once again on Pure Evil MMA, we got Raphion Stott. What's going on, Raphion? How you doing? Ooh, ooh, ooh. What's up, man? What's up? What's going on? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Uh, not as good as you're doing right now, though. You've been making a, a huge splash. I know that you know, you, you've know you come across some obstacles, and we'll get to that. But nonetheless, yeah. you're making a big name for yourself. You're a part of one of the biggest camps in mixed martial arts, period. Matter of fact, I was tuning into Duke's uh, Instagram Live, and there you go running across the screen on a track with uh, <laughs> some of the bigger names. So, you know, how's that camp going right now? I know that you've... Uh, had a fight fall off at the end of last year, but how, how are things going right now? Man, things are going good. Couldn't be better, you know. Uh, we're just going, I mean, uh, racing toward the top, you know, uh, at Rufus Sport. We just keep getting better and keep getting stronger, you know. And um, uh, the good thing about Rufus Sport is everybody's getting better together. So, um, you know, uh, we got better training partners and um, better looks and everybody's just um, on the same page, you know, uh, working as a team. Teamwork makes the dream work. So one thing I got to bring up with you, you like you're one of the guys that everybody talks about, along with Jose Shorty Torres, who recently just made it inside the UFC. He's another guy that had to do, you know, all these obstacles at Titan FC. Became the double champ. Have you been following him? And, and what do you think, uh, you know, of his first yeah, two performances? Yeah, I've been following. I've been a fan of uh, uh, Shorty Torres. Uh, one of my teammates actually trains with him, uh, Josh Smith. I thought I was gonna be able to uh, fight him uh, a while back, but. Um, we were in two different organizations. He's he, he's a uh, awesome athlete, man. Not to know he's just suffered a uh, tough loss, but I'm sure he'll be back and he'll learn from his mistakes. So you've kind of been in the same position, like I said, all the eyes are on you, and you know you're trying to get back on your feet. But let's start with the most recent event. There was a canceled fight that you were supposed to have. What happened there? Yeah, so I was going to fight um, LSA. Uh, it was a while back. I forget the date. It was like uh, December of last year. Was your was last what? fight, and then June first was the fight that got canceled. Yeah, I fought December, and then the uh, fight got canceled uh, June first. And um, well, what happened was I was supposed to, or I was hearing word that I was pretty sure. Um, I was pretty sure that I was going to get a spot on the contender, um, but that ended up falling through um, for whatever reason. Uh, didn't work out. Uh, they didn't get my name in in time or, or whatever it was. Um, but, um, yeah, so that fell through. And um, uh, the LFA heard that I had the uh, contender fight, so they pulled me from that fight before, you know, uh, the fight was finalized, and then I ended up having nothing, <laughs> pretty much. So that's got to be really... I was supposed to fight a kid that I had, which I was... I was kind of excited about because I was fighting a kid that I had fought as an amateur, but he was um, uh, he was uh, undefeated as a pro. Um, but 
he ended up and he ended up fighting like a week before. But like they canceled my fight. He ended up fighting a, a week before and um, losing to somebody who I had beat also. But yeah, so that's what happened. I was pretty much um, thinking I was gonna get on the contender series, but it didn't happen. Why do you think so it didn't? Ha- Why do you think it didn't happen? Do you think it's because you know the whole Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series thing, which we're gonna talk about in a second? Do you think that may be a reason, or or what do you think? Say it again. Why do you think you weren't able to get onto the uh, contender series? Oh, I think they already had um, their slot. Oh, okay. Um, away field, or whatever, and um, and yeah, and uh, I'm thinking they have like a, a, a kind of an A side and a B side, and um, they didn't want me to they didn't want me to kind of screw up what they had going. So, um, yeah. Well, you're at a, least that's what I'm, I think. You're a perfect contender for or, for a, uh, for what they're doing there. I mean, they brought in guys like Nick Newell, who has you know like over 20 fights or close to 20 fights. But you were nine and one right now. And I remember when yeah. you were on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, it was like, oh man, finally Raphael's getting his shot here. Especially after <laughs> let, me, let me say this before we even talk about that, man. One of the the biggest things that sticks out about you, and I interviewed you before this, uh, you beating Robert yeah. Emerson was a huge win in your book. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. He's a dangerous person. <laughs> I believe he was, you know, trying to make it to the double title uh, that night, and you held him back from that, which has been like a trend lately. Yeah. Like everyone's trying to be the double yeah, champ. Yeah, no, he had the, he had the uh, double title. He was like a double champ. He was um, a champ at 35 and 45, and he was just defending his belt at 35. And I had him on the show right before that fight that you guys had, and he had nothing but amazing things to say about you, which is one of the reasons why he wanted the fight. He was like, you know, this is a young, up-and-coming guy who's probably going to make it in the UFC yeah. soon. So if I can show Dana and those guys that I'm still at their level and with some of these guys that they have yeah. their eyes on, it will prove a lot. And, man, you just threw the, the wrench in the works there. Yeah, I did. And he was, man, he was a, a awesome competitor, a serious competitor, you know. Um, and that was a good, I mean, that was a good confidence building fight for me to have, you know, um, my confidence almost shot too high. I feel like, uh, after that fight, cause I felt like, um, you know, uh, stuff was just going to happen. And I stopped, I stopped, for, uh, especially that fight after that, I kind of got complacent. Um, you know, not, not believing everybody was dangerous enough to stop me, you know? So I always got to keep that, keep that, um, that edge in my mind that everybody's good at something and I gotta be 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 prepared to just, just beat the crap out of everybody. So. so in case nobody knows, let's jump into what happened. After you beat Robert Emerson, Dana it was like, Alright, let's give uh let's give Raphion a shot. So how did you find yeah. out about that? How did you find out that Dana White was gonna be so there for I was that at a, um, I was at a uh USC fight. Uh so Victory F C had sent me out to Kansas, like right after that fight just to enjoy the fights because they were gonna or they had somebody gonna go but they fell out so they actually wanted the phone to go so uh, we drove like a couple hours out to um, Kansas to watch Demetrius fight Wilson Ray's and uh, Robert Whitaker fought Jock Ray and um, Timmy Elliott fought but yeah so we were out there and um, and uh, Tyron was in the uh, I think he was commentating before or he was just in the crowd or whatever so. I uh, texted him, I was like, hey, man, I'm here, too, if you want to um, hang out later or whatever. And, um, yeah, so he found me in the crowd, and then he uh, pretty much pulled some strings and had me come down um, to, uh, 
like ringside ringside seating or whatever and i ended up sitting uh right next to uh, dana and we ended up talking and um and he asked me if i wanted to fight uh, the next month um in new jersey for his um for the looking for a fight deal and i was like uh yeah and um that's how it happened so then going into that fight where was the uh, tension high like Obviously, that's like you your know, shot. My you know, tension, my tension wasn't high, and I feel like that was. I feel like I was too comfortable, and I was too. Uh, I, I, I say confident, but I was too sure of myself. You know, I was just. Um, I, I, the way I was looking at, it, I was like, I'm gonna go in there, and eventually, I'm gonna wear this kid down. Eventually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat this kid. I mean, I'm better than this kid, so eventually, it'll show. Instead of going there with a the mindset of I need to take this opportunity. Um, I need to go prove, you know, I still got stuff to prove. I, and um, I got to show that in the ring. I got to prove that I'm the best um, every time I step out there. So I think that was my, uh, or I think that mindset is what, what killed me. Because I came out there kind of, you know, relaxed, which, and that's another thing. When I'm, when I'm facing people, I know everybody's going to be um, kind of tense. Or there's a lot of anxiety going into these fights, like in the first first rounds, first couple minutes or whatever, feel out. Um, so people are a lot jerkier a lot you know um got a lot more nervous energy so i need to be ready for that and i need to be um i need to be on point and i, I just wasn't so i got caught and the fight ended in 15 seconds i mean i was absolutely in disbelief but you know what man this is going to help you along the <laughs> yeah. way because you're facing adversity oh, yeah, for sure. and you, it wasn't like you shied away from it either you were like you you owned up to it and you got right back in there and then you got a win over a guy who was six and one uh, I forgot his name. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is it? Arnold, uh, Arnold, Arnold Bardon. Yeah, and you got yeah. the win in the first round, so it's like right back on track here. So they... yeah, exactly. I want, and that's what I wanted to do. Um, some people were, or some of my management was like that. I want you want they wanted me to take time with. I'm, um, as far as like my confidence, you know, I'm always I've took it lots before. I know what I'm capable of. I know what what uh, what I can do when I put my mind to it. So. Um, like, stuff like that don't phase me, you know? And um, that's, uh, I mean, as we see uh, with Demetrius Johnson, I mean, that's what shows true champions. You know, true champions don't, um, you know, uh, uh, whittle or, you know, uh, wilt away in uh, face of adversity, you know? That, all that does is make them stronger. So, you know, that's that's what I was just here to prove. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still dangerous and I'm still ready to uh, uh, fight my way to the world championship. And you know what? Now I'm seeing uh, our buddy Bilal Muhammad, who actually has an upcoming fight again. He's trying to get you in the UFC yeah. as well. Like, I, yeah, Bilal is his man. man. <laughs> Bilal wants everybody on his team to win, which is, you know, uh, that's why I love Bilal, you know. And he's a big, uh, he's, uh, what do you say, uh, uh, he's a uh, vocal, vocal tw Twitter person. And um, I love him, man. Every time. Uh, he posts something, you know. Um, you know, I kind of laugh at, but I'm also like, hey, I'm ready. Like, I'm here. Um, you know, because I, I feel like my my shot is like right around the corner. You know, um, I just signed with LSA and I got a fight coming up with LSA. Um, but I feel like my shot is like right around the corner, so I'll I'll be ready for it. And do you feel like, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of the interview, we've seen people like Shorty Torres do so many things until he was given the shot. I feel like a lot of these guys get their chance when they're filling in on a short notice fight. Like somebody in the UFC falls out. Like you got to be on that list for a call, right? 
Yeah, I think, and I think I am, you know. And um, something just happened this recently at Moscow up here. Uh, Jan, I think uh, it was, um, fell out. And I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get, my, get in touch with my manager and, and Duke name and seeing if I can push for that too, you know. I'm uh, I'm willing to travel across the world to uh, throw some hands, you know, so and it's hopefully. Up. Yeah, and, and it's over in Russia to top it all off. Like, that would be an amazing trip. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome to go fight in Russia. That'd be tight as hell. Russian? I don't think I've... No, I've never been to Russia. I've been to Turkey uh, wrestling. I've never been to Russia. So another big thing here is obviously you're training with Duke. How's that going right now, and what is he saying for you to do with the game plan? Obviously, you said you got this fight coming up, but, you know, does he also think, like, your your shot's right there, right around the corner? You know, it's... Yeah, I mean, Duke... Duke is the ultimate mastermind as far as when it comes to like building, um, building fighters and building skill sets. Um, and he, yeah, he, he says I'm right there. I just got to stay the course and, um, just continue to improve. And, and, and he always says like, we're training, we're not training for the fight, um, fight ahead of us. We're training for that, that shot at the world title. You know, that's, that's what we all are striving for. So that's what we got to be training for. I, um, and so it, it keeps me motivated too. Cause, you know, I haven't fought for a while, like seven, seven months maybe, um, eight months now going on. But um, yeah. So and and, and it keeps it keeps me um, keeps my spirits high. You know, uh, in the times of you know uh, fight low, because you know it's hard to to train train hard when you don't have you know anybody in mind. But if if I'm thinking I'm always training for I'm I'm putting in work for that um, championship down the line that um that uh, world world title championship so yeah duke duke is awesome and he's 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 on the same page he feels like i'm right there um he's he also says my name's on the short list you know they know about me um uh there was a couple fights that I, um could have could have uh replaced me but they maybe went with different options but um yeah he, th- he thinks i'm right there too so listen, before we end our interview here, you're talking about aiming for that championship title, and you're you're at bantamweight right now. And we just saw the bantamweight title uh, be defended by T.J. Dillashaw. Were you able to catch that fight? And what did you think about it? I did catch that fight, man. And T.J. Uh, Dillashaw looked amazing, you know, like he has in the past. since he's been in the UFC, you know, he's uh he's continued to improve and. Uh, Cody, uh, you know, he made the same mistake kind of that he made the uh, the uh, first fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, and TJ picked up on it, you know. Um, I mean, as you fight these these high level fights, you know, it's a game of inches, and um, and he did a, a good job of recognizing what inch to take, you know. That's why he's a champ. So, what do you think's next for TJ? Do you would you like to see him fight maybe Henry Cejudo? Would you like to see him fight? Cruz in a rematch. I would actually like him. I would like him to uh, see him fight Murray, uh, Murray Marley. Marley, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I would like. I would love to see that fight. I think that would be a very interesting fight. Um, Cejudo. I mean, Cejudo. Uh, that I, I feel like Demetrius uh, deserves a rematch if he, um, you know, if he wants it. On a, on the other hand, uh, Cejudo understand uh, wants to make a big. Uh, he, he wants a big payout while he has the. Uh, the belt, and uh, he does. He he can't. You can't say he doesn't deserve it um, too. But that's what I would want to see. I would rather see. Uh, I would rather see uh, Moraes or Marlon versus uh, Dillashaw. 
And I, I, you kind of mentioned it right there. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, man, he's defended the title 11 times. If anyone deserves it, yeah. everyone's saying it should be him. Right. Why would it there be a reason be not to? Exactly. Exactly. And, and granted, everything is um, granted. Everything is good with his uh, his body or whatever. If he's he's already or I watched him on Instagram say he's getting an MRI. So um, hopefully everything uh, is healed up with that. And if and if it doesn't, then you know more power to the Hudo to go and you know if you can go up and you can sell or you can make a lot of money uh, fighting fighting uh, or going after the double champ or triple crown. Um, more power to you, you know. But I just, you know, it's it's hard for me to root against uh, DJ, <laughs> you know. My last question to you here: It's the most popular thing that everyone's talking about. Conor McGregor versus Habib Nurmagomedov. What do you think are the keys to victory <gasps> for Conor? How, how what? what are the keys to victory for Conor McGregor? How does he get past Habib? Oh man, Conor gotta stay on his feet. If he gets dragged into the um, dragged to the ground, it's gonna be like a uh, 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 let me see, a lion in a in a, a shark tank, you know, because uh, Khabib will just drown him on the ground, you know. Um, granted, I'm not saying Connor's uh, bad on the ground, you know. Um, he's he's uh, sufficient and he's good, but um, Khabib is just on another level with when it comes to grappling and um, you know ground and pound. Um, he's just on another level. Uh, on the other hand, um, you know, Connor is, you know, he's who he is on his feet. He's a, uh, he's a monster there. And, um, this could be, I feel like, feels like he's confident enough to strike with him. Connor can catch him and he can drop him. So, who, who's going to win this fight? Who are you, who are you aiming for here? And it's, it's, I'm going to go be, man, just cause, <laughs> Just because he's, uh, it's hard to, when somebody is tenacious about a takedown. It's hard to man. It's, I feel like it's hard to stop if you don't. I mean, if you're not, you're not uh, equipped to stop him. I don't. I don't think he's 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 got the tools to stop uh, Khabib to get him from to the ground. So let we'll us see. You never know with Connor, man. You never know. Yeah, I think everyone's at the edge of their seat. They're saying it's going to be one of the biggest, you know, fights of all time. We'll see if that's the truth or not. But, Rathbeon, one of the most exciting things about the sport is watching guys on the come up. And right now, you are a guy that I've had my eye on for the past few years here. So, I, I can't wait to see you inside the octagon. It's going to be another celebration, just like when Shorty got his shot, uh, when Matt Bissett got his. So, it's only a matter of time here. So, before we let you go here, is there anything you want to say to the audience? Oh, nothing much, man. Um, just everybody stay positive, you know, and um, help out our fellow fellow man. And uh, yeah, and um, just so y'all know, I got a kid, you know, uh, Clarence Bubba. Um, you know, and I'm just uh, living that daddy life <laughs> and training, you know. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's well, all what has that changed for forever? Because everyone that has a kid, they're like, man, you know what? It's changed a lot. Yeah, it has, and just it was it's. It's hard to, you know, because um, it's a selfish before, sport. It's a selfish yeah, sport, exactly. you know. It's a selfish sport. It's a selfish sport, and at the same time, like I'm, I feel like I'm being selfish for him. Like I'm thinking about him, like a lot of the, you know, when I'm out there running, when I got like one more lap to go, you know, um, I'm thinking of like because I feel like in, in order to be a good, um, good father or whatever, I got to be good, or I got to be. 
um, excellent in everything I do, you know, now. And, um, you know, I can't, I can't cut corners because I feel like I got somebody watching me all the time, you know. Um, yeah, and, and that's just, you know, that's, that's motivating and it's, uh, it's, uh, daunting and it's, it's all, it's this whole, whole new thing. And there is no safety net either. Like, this is your job. This is your career. You're right there. So many guys get to this position that you're at. They get frustrated and fall off when they're so close. And it's so hard so to close. see. Yeah. And it's awesome to see that you're remotivated. Once you got that loss, that freak accident loss in my book, uh, you yeah. jump back. You're doing all the right things. You're in the right place. So it's only a matter of time, like I said. And I really am so honored to have you back on my show. Next time you're on, you'll be, oh. you know, under the contract, we'll, we'll assume. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Raffion, thank you so much, guys. Make sure you follow Raffion at Raffion Stott on Twitter. What is your Instagram? What's the gram uh, tag? Is it the same thing? Uh, Raffion Stott. Yep, Raffion Stott's one word. Same just, Twitter. Just want to double check. Raffion, thank you so much. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon. All right, man. You too. Behave yourself. Here we go. Raffion Stotts, guys. So I wasn't even planning on doing this interview live. As you can see, it is live. We did it live. So the title might be a little wrong. I will have to fix that. But guys, I also just released a video of the truth to why I've been away. So all those questions that you guys have been dropping in my DM, I know there are a ton of you guys out there going, you know, you said you're doing this live action fight companion. Where is it, Ed? Where were you on Talk Tuesday? What was going on? Well, I got the explanation down below right here. So go check that out. It was dropped about 20 minutes ago. And uh, there's a couple of reasons. So hopefully you guys feel me on that. Guys, last but not least, follow me on Twitter, evil under dash echo. That's E-V-I-L underscore E-C-C-O. And also on Instagram. My original Instagram page has been banned forever. So we had to start a new page. It's at pureevilmma underscore. Just like that. Also, we are back on Facebook because the original Pure Evil MMA page got banned for life on Facebook. So now we are at Pure Evil MMA S because I couldn't use Pure Evil MMA underscore for some odd reason. As if there's someone else out there with that name. I checked. There is not. So I don't understand any of that. Either way, guys, make sure you follow me on the gram. Also on Twitter, Facebook. I'm on all of that. But most importantly, I've been seeing a huge increase in subscribers. We are trending on iTunes for popularity, 20 out of 20. Huge, absolutely huge. Big things for us here at Pure Evil MMA. And also the merch drop, Pure Evil MMA merch. Pure Evil merch. Teespring.com slash Pure Evil merch. Guys, until next time. Well, next time is going to be in just a little bit here. Ooh. Which is actually like right now. Alright, so I got another interview coming for you guys right now. Stay tuned. I'm Evil Eddie from Pure Evil MMA, MMA News.com. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. <laughs>